Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Covenant Woman Podcast. I am so happy that you're here with me today, and I'm so excited about the topic that I get to talk to you guys about today. So today we are going to discuss section six of the book, and for those of you who are unfamiliar with the book, I wrote a book this past year called The Covenant Woman. You can get it by going to thecovenantwoman.org, and then you can follow along with us. Today's topic is all about praising God and making God our number one priority. And I'm telling you right now, if you feel unfulfilled in any spot, any area of your life, then this is probably the reason why. Most people do not make God their number one. We are so distracted in the world that we live in with, of course, people, first of all, and then social media and the distractions of with that and um, everything going on in the media. And I mean, just everything. We're bombarded with everything. And more often than not, people are not making God their number one priority. They're not making him the center of their lives and putting him first. And that is why most people's lives look the way that they do right now. I think more than ever before, people feel overwhelmed. They don't have the peace that we were created to have. They don't have the joy that they were actually created with, and they're just so overwhelmed. I mean, there is a lot of things going on in this world right now, from the big things to the smaller things and, you know, things going on in relationships and the stress of all of that. And if we would just get back to making God our number one, then we would see such an increase in joy and peace and fulfillment and all the things that God designed us with whenever he first created us. Lives would be changed so drastically, and then we would get back to the way that God created us to live. I mean, it doesn't mean that our lives would be perfect by any means, because it's inevitable. There are things that come against us. There are attacks that come, but we were never meant to live. Like God did not create us to live with the constant stress and confusion and worry that most people live with. I mean, we just weren't created for that. That's not what God's plans were for us whenever he created us. But he created us to put him first, to have that fellowship and that relationship with him, to have that closeness with him. And that's what most people, and I hate to say this, but most Christians have gotten away from. And it makes sense because without that fellowship and that, you know, just sitting down and talking to God, you don't know what he wants for you. You don't know his plans. You you don't hear him because you're not trying to. You're not listening to him. So no wonder most people are overwhelmed and they don't have peace and the joy and, and all the things that God promised us because they're not receiving it. They're not talking to him. They're not trying to get it. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is making God your number one priority and the benefits of it and what happens when we don't make God our number one. So I just want you to be honest with yourself and, you know, think about it, whether you maybe you're not putting God first right now and or maybe maybe you are and you can think back to a time whenever you didn't. What does your life look like when God is not your number one priority, when he's not your number one conversation of the day, whenever he's not the one that you're going to whenever you need anything? 
because I've been there before, I'm going to go ahead and assume that whenever God is not your number one, when he's not the center of your life, that you don't have peace. You don't have, at least not most of the time, you, you know, things are unsettling. Um, you're, you're living without that unconditional joy that only comes from God and you're living in lack and there's something inside of you that's not fulfilled. And the reason why is because we were created to be fulfilled by God. And so if he is not the center of your world, if if he is not your number one, you are going to feel a lack in your life. And even whenever it comes to your relationships, you know, your the relational area of your life, your physical body, um, the financial area of your life, you're going to be in lack in different areas of your life if God is not your number one, because he is the only one that can fulfill every one of those areas. I want to read Matthew six thirty three to you guys, because I always say, like I've said this for years, if you want to know the key to life, Matthew six thirty three, and you know, a lot of people are like, there's no such thing as a key to life. But I honestly believe that Matthew six thirty three is the key to life. And it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So what is all these things? What does that even mean, right? I mean, I know I've had that question in the past, but all of these things means all of the blessings of God that are required to live a heavenly life, the, a, a healthy, fulfilling, abundant life, life on earth as we would in heaven. Think about that. And all you have to do is put God first. That's all we have to do is make him our number one and be sincere about it. And then the blessings of God will be overflowing in your life. And I don't know about you guys, but I know whenever I look at the two scenarios, I look at at the one where God is not being made number one in my life. When I'm putting other things before him, other relationships before him, my own preferences before him, my own plans before him, and I am overwhelmed, I am stressed out, I don't feel that peace that God gives, and it's... I. I think if I could pick one thing that I just couldn't live without, I mean, it, there would be different things, of course, but peace. I mean, when there's no peace, it's it's like a constant unsettling feeling, and it's it's not fun. It's, it's kind of a miserable thing. But I, I look at that and think about like the overwhelm and everything that comes from not ha- not making God my number one. And then I, I look at the opposite of that, which is being filled with peace and joy and that constant feeling of feeling God's love, that presence of him and no struggle, like knowing that even though I don't know his plans all the time, I don't, maybe I don't even know what that next step is in my life. But even when something looks messy or there is an unsettling situation in my life, I know he's got it. I I have that peace of knowing that he's got it. And, you know, even whenever there's something in a relationship in my life or something to do with my finances or anything like that. Like I don't have to rely on myself because I know he's got me. I know he's going to take care of it. And I know that even, even through that, you know, difficult time or that difficult season that I'm, I may be going through that he promises that something good is going to come out of that. If I, if I believe that it's going to. So when I think about it, you know, it's like, why would I not choose to put him first? Why would I not make him the most important conversation of my day? Why would I not seek him for validation instead of going to others? Why would I 
put anything above him whenever I know the type of life that I get to have with him. So I want you guys to ask yourself that same question. You know, why why wouldn't I put him first? And then, you know, if it helps you, then get a piece of paper out and write all the all the things that go on in your life, all the stresses that come, you know, the hardships, the, you know, maybe the the uncertainty, the confusion, write, write make a make a, a list of the things that happen in your life whenever God's not your number one. And then turn that piece of paper over and and write down all the benefits that you would receive or you do receive by making God your number one. That I promise you that will help you. Because whenever you get it down on paper and you really start thinking about it, it's like, why wouldn't I have this peaceful, amazing, fulfilled life? Why would I choose anything other than that? And yes, it may be easier said than done because, you know, to follow God, to make him your number one, it's it's not always the easiest thing, of course, whenever you have distractions and you have people in your life that may not be doing the same thing, but it will change your life. It will change your life for the better and you will never want to go back to not having him number one priority in your life. So then the question is, okay, how exactly do I do that? How do I make God the center of my life? And how do I make sure that I keep it that way? Well, our scripture, Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God. So seek him first. Seek him in everything that you do. Make him your number one. Talk to him about things before you talk to anyone else about them because he's the only one who can truly give you a real solution because he already knows the plans for you. To seek him first means to not only seek him, but seek his way of doing things. And whenever we are Christ-centered and we are focused on him, we are focused on doing things right, doing things within his will, right? And his will is found in the Bible. That's that's where the will of God is found. And then seeking his direction, seeking his guidance, and that all comes from fellowship with him. Put him above your friends, above your family. I know that this, this may be you know a foreign, foreign concept, but that's what this means. Put him above your job, your business, put him above yourself, put him above everything, okay? And one of the most important things to do whenever you're putting God first is make sure that you spend time with him every single day. You need to grow your faith in what he says and his words and his plans for you by listening to the word of God being taught. Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to hear the word of God being taught so that you can grow your faith in what his word says, but also you have to spend time with him. Talk to him. He wants a relationship with you. And how amazing is that? The God of this world, the one who created you, the one who has these amazing plans for you, he wants to know you. He wants you to know him. He wants to talk to you. He wants to listen to what you have to say. And I'm not just talking about prayer where you ask God for things whenever you, you know, tell him everything that you need and your family needs. It's, you know, prayer is very important and he wants you to go to him whenever you, when you need something. Absolutely. But prayer and fellowship are two different things. He wants to know you. He wants to hear what's on your heart and talk back to you. It's not, you know, think about it. Um, in anyone else in this world, in any other person that is your friend, you have relationship with them. You have conversations with them. They talk, you talk. They talk to you, you talk to, you talk to them. You comfort them. You're their friend. You're there for them. God wants to do the same thing for you. He wants you to talk to him and to bring to him wh- what's on your heart. Even though he already knows, he wants to hear it from you. And then he wants to 
he wants to have conversation with you and, and tell you things. And you need to think of him, you know, not just as your father and your savior, but oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming just to say that and to know that he wants that conversation with you. But he is, he should be your best friend. Think about, you know, your your best friend, or maybe your spouse is your best friend, or your mom is your best friend, or someone else, but someone that you know that you can go to, and they would never judge you. They would never make you feel bad about yourself or about a choice that you've made. But they're they're there. They're there to comfort you, to 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 help you, to guide you in making decisions. This is on a whole nother level. And unless you've ever been on that level, you you can't truly even grasp the concept of it. But he's there and he he wants that relationship with you. And he wants to bring you peace whenever you're uncertain of something or you're confused about something. He wants you to bring that to him. He wants you to have that conversation with him. And he wants to provide answers for you and guide you and bring you wisdom and, you know, make you laugh. I mean, it's it's just like a conversation that you have with a person. He's there for you. But to experience him in that way, you have a responsibility. You have to make him number one in your life. So let's let's switch gears here for just a second. And I mean, not much, but just talking about idols and, you know, not putting anything before God. And you might be thinking, okay, what is an idol? An idol is literally anything in your life that you place a higher value on than the value that you give God in your life. And so an idol can be a person. It can be a business. It can be your your job. It can be social media. I mean, anything can be an idol. Anything that you're giving more place in your life than you are to God, it's an idol. Um, your children can be an idol. Your spouse can be an idol. You know, even though they are your family, they are the closest family members to you, you still shouldn't put them above God. God should still be put first in your life no matter what. And when we make other things idols in our lives, we get distracted from God and that limits us from what he can do in our lives. It's not it's not his fault. It's our fault. It's what we do to limit God. And he's there wanting to bless us, wanting to bring these promises that he's promised us to pass in our life. But unless we're we're giving him that time, we've limited him on what he can do. So our time with God should always be the first priority in our lives. And no one and nothing, nothing should ever be given a greater value in our life than God. And when God is our number one priority, then we are a lot less likely to do things that we know that we shouldn't. We're less likely to to sin. And I mean, if we are not walking with him and keeping that close relationship with him, we can easily get distracted and we can easily get off course and we can easily give in to sin and temptation and things that we shouldn't be giving into. Um, but it's just so easy to do that whenever, whenever you don't have that closeness with God. But we really do limit him on what he can do for us whenever we are not walking closely with him. Because if we're not walking closely with him, we are walking closely with someone or something else, right? And it really limits it limits what he can do. He's there and he wants to do it, but unless we give him that permission, right, and the, and give him that time and building our faith and what he what his word even says, then we are limiting him, and it's it's a hindrance on our part, not on his part. And then whenever we get back in line, and we we make him first again, that's whenever we see those blessings really start you know overflowing and coming coming to pass in our life. 
So just be really mindful of the distractions and in the idols that are in your life and talk to God about it. If you have something that you're not even sure, maybe you don't know if it's a distraction. Um, I mean, usually we do, but sometimes we don't know for sure. You can literally sit down with God and say, you know, what are the distractions? What is keeping me from you? Open my eyes, Lord, and show me how I can make how I can walk closer with you and how I can have a stronger relationship with you. What do I need to do? Are there things that I need to limit in my life to be able to give you more time? And especially when it comes to people, if there are certain people, you know, it, it really doesn't matter who you're with. They tend to influence you, whether it's in a positive way or a negative way. And um, as I'm saying this, I'm sitting here kind of shaking my head because I've been there even even more recently. And you can usually see a difference in yourself whenever you're around different crowds. Like you can tell a difference in who you are around those different people. And sometimes you need to limit your time that you're spending with specific people in your life. But if you don't know who those people are, you can, you know, you can talk to God about that too, because you want to be more like him. And so if you are spending a lot of time with people who are not following Jesus and, you know, not, not trying to, then that can definitely hinder the way that, that your relationship with God is. And I want to clarify that because, you know, we, none of us are perfect and Jesus, he sat with the sinners. And so it's not about not wanting to be around somebody because of them not being perfect, right? But hindering you as a person in your faith walk with God, then that's whenever it might be time to talk to God about that and to to start limiting that time or ask him for help in, you know, guiding them the right way instead of you being pulled in and being influenced by them. Okay, so we talked about idols and distractions and uh, making sure that God is put above all of that, you know, everything and anything. But another way to really make God your number one priority is to praise him. And that is something that I've just become so passionate about because I could just sit here and cry. Even even lately, when something just went completely different in my life than what I actually thought it was going to go, I chose to say, you know what, I'm not moved by what I feel or see. This hurts. This pain is not fun. This is one of the most just painful things that I've ever been through. And I, I told God that, but I know that his plans are better. And I know that regardless, he has a plan for my life and I want his plan above my plan and just telling him like I trust you like I was literally on my knees and I said I I this hurts so bad but I trust you and I will not let this discourage my faith and according to your word God you you say that all things work together for my good because I love you and I'm called according to your purpose and that's Romans 8 28 and That is a scripture that I've been able to stand on for years and years, thanks to my mom, because um, when I was younger, she she always brought that up. She still does. And anytime something's not going your way, give God that praise anyways, because count it all joy, because no matter what's going on in your life, if you make God your number one priority, then you're still allowing him to have the authority in your life. You're still allowing his plans to be to be bigger than yours. And I honestly don't think there's anything more precious in this world 
than when somebody chooses to give God the sacrifice of praise. And and I say that sacrifice, it is a sacrifice because when something is going completely the opposite of the way that that you see something in your life going, and it's it, it's like it disrupts your life or at least an area of your life. And man, we all know it's painful. It hurts, whether it be abandonment, whether it be something that you're grieving over, whether it be, you know, it's some form of heartbreak, usually whenever something just completely changes in your life. But when you give God that sacrifice of praise, even though it hurts, you're saying, you know what, Lord, oh, this hurts. This hurts bad, but I still trust you. And I know your plans are still good for me. And I know that this is working in my favor. And I praise you for who you are, for what you've done, for what you're doing and what you're going to do. I don't think that there's probably anything more precious in God's eyes than that, because he knows that you're still there with him, right? And you, you're still showing him that trust. And he is able to move move in bigger ways than if we were to just turn away from him, get distracted with the situation and be upset and think, you know what, God must not love me. Or maybe not saying those words out loud, but just not spending time with him or spending less time with him and, and getting so distracted by the situation that he's not number one anymore in your life. And he can do so much more for you if you will just trust him and just trust that he knows the way he's got you. He's still got plans for you. His plans are bigger than what you could ever imagine. Just stay close to him. Don't stray away from him. Get get even closer to him than you were before and let him comfort you. Let him bring you peace because he's the only one that can do that. You don't even need to seek validation from anyone else. Just seek him and let him guide you. He's got you. And as you're leaning into him and letting him work in your life, he's molding you even more into who he created you to be and who he designed you to be from the very beginning. And he is showing you more of his ways. And, um, you know, you're just following him and there's just it's just so precious. Okay, so we have come to the end of today's podcast, but a couple of just little reflection exercises I want to leave you with. Um, So the first thing that I would encourage you to do is make a list of anything and everything in your life that maybe is an idol or a distraction for you. Anything that you are putting above God, because we've all been there, right? We've we've all um, just different seasons of our life where we're not making God the, our number one priority, and we can feel it. We can see it in our life. Whenever we look back at those seasons, we can see which seasons God was number one and which seasons He wasn't. Just make that list and and write down everything that is distracting you from making God near your number one. And that's going to help you to put things into perspective and to start working on that. And then ask God for help. Take that take that list to him and say, this is where I'm at. You know where I'm at. I need your help. I need your guidance on how to put more emphasis on our relationship than on any of these things. He will guide you. Make sure that you listen for him. Make sure you're not doing all the talking. Let him speak to you. And then another thing that I would encourage you to do is make praising God a part of your every single day routine. Um, just being thankful for the blessings and just praising him for the answer prayers, the prayers that he hasn't answered yet, but you know that he's going to, they're coming to pass. And 
just worship him and and just give him give him that there's there's just nothing more precious than that you you might not have the answer to your prayer yet but you know it's coming you know that God is faithful and just remind him that remind him that you know that he's faithful and praise him and and that can be it could be for a full hour a day or it could be you know five minutes in your car on your way to the store but just give him that time and as you're praising him and thanking him you're going to think of things that he's blessed you with recently you're going to think of blessings from in the past it's it's going it's going to totally help you it's going to totally help your faith walk with him Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back next week as we talk about the benefits of prayer and the benefits of a written prayer list. I pray that this has spoke to your heart in one way or another and that you all have a very blessed week. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired, and to find all the ways to connect with me, check out thecovenantwoman.org. Don't forget to follow this podcast to be notified when another episode drops. And I would be so grateful if you would take just a second and rate and review this podcast. Thanks, guys.